0: What's up, DJs?
1: Sup. It's Matt Miles here. Those crispy boys sounded delish.
0: I was like in sync too. I I really liked how loud it got because of those two. I mean, I'm sure it's going to show up better on, in real life than on the recording. But you know, uh, just wanted to. You get the you get
1: the point anyway, though, right? Yeah.
0: How you doing, buddy? This is oh, I wanted to mention we are live together. This is our first time sitting down and talking about fantasy football and betting and stuff I, in person since october yeah, this is it's been awesome it's uh it's nice to be back i gotta
1: say yeah man it's nice to see your ugly face in person
0: i know rather than just on a screen i find it flattens my face a little bit too much but my nose is big enough so i want to make sure that you see the depth of it you know
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I i hear you i hear you oh man okay we are uh, we've got a show for you Today we've got the uh, wild card weekend coming up. Yeah, playoffs are all set. Yeah. all the
0: regular season games are in the books. We had an exciting weekend of football
1: games last weekend. Don't mind Max in the background.
0: Right? Max was very excited to watch them. Yeah, last week that's Miles' dog
1: there. So, yeah, I've got a uh, fostering a rescue for a little while till he can find a, his forever home. So if that doesn't bring a tear to your eye. Or a smile to your face. I don't know what would. Yeah.
0: yeah. So anyways, uh in the AFC we had uh, quite the showdown last week and it was unfortunately the Miami Dolphins who ended up losing their game and ended up missing playoffs at uh, ten and six. That's rough. Yeah. Especially since in the <laughs> NFC you had the eight and eight Chicago Bears make the playoffs. Oh
1: and the uh and six the, and ten uh Washington football seven, nine, seven and nine seven Washington nine. football team.
0: Yeah, so it sucks for the Miami Dolphins and their fans, but uh, they got a good defense. They got a young quarterback who's looking okay, still getting his legs under him. Uh, hopefully, next year we see some strides taken by Tua for the Miami Dolphins. And yeah, I think Dolphins fans will be happy about well, their team's know, I don't performance. Think, I sooner. don't think
1: they can get. I don't think Tua can get worse. No,
0: I don't, uh, I don't think so either, uh, especially with some of the offensive weapons. And how many first-round picks do they have this year? Uh, I think it's over the next two seasons they have, uh, is, is, I think it's 10 picks within the first three rounds uh, over the next two seasons. It's just crazy. Their future is looking bright. If they can bring in some more offensive pieces this year, <laughs> And next year I think that they're going to be looking good for a couple of years.
1: Yeah. Oh that, yeah. That's for sure. Definitely need some, uh, need some help on the receiving, in the receiving game there. Uh, I mean, you've got Devonte Parker and Mike Kosicki, but I mean, that's all you have.
0: Yeah. Preston Williams isn't bad, but I mean, he's still an undrafted rookie or not a rookie <laughs> anymore, but undrafted free agent. Uh, yeah,
1: um, I, I, I expected more from, uh, Dub uh, this, this year. And, um, yeah, he
0: did get injured partway through the season, but that's two seasons in a row now that he's been yeah. injured halfway through the the year. Unfortunately.
1: Oh well, well that's, uh, that's 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 uh, that's enough Miami talk. Yeah. Um, let's uh, like. Oh, by the way, today is Friday, January eighth, twenty twenty one. Yep. Um, sure. Happy is. New Year to uh, all of our listeners. I don't think we did a. Yeah, we did one last have we week. Done, have we done one since the new year? Yeah, we did one on January 2nd last oh, week. Oh, well, happy new year again, then. Yeah. This is... You uh, cock. Yeah. It, yeah it, Max, Max is even calling you out yeah, over Max there. Yeah, Max will call me out. He has no problem doing that. Um, but, uh, I, I, yeah, so um, we've got the playoffs wildcard weekend starting uh, tomorrow, Saturday, and then uh, finishing up on Sunday.
0: Yeah. Um, Three games both days. Yeah. Full weekend of football. That's, Let's yeah, go, baby.
1: sweet. So, um how uh how about we look take a look back we'll take this time take take a moment to have a look back at the at the beginning of the season uh back when we were feeling really good about a lot of uh, <laughs> prop bets and uh, over and unders for wins and and all that you know you know futures some of those futures bets well, the results are in
0: yeah so the results weren't that great for us. I I gotta say that some of those futures bets did not pan out the way we had expected them to. Um, Miles and I had uh, some rough bets, but thankfully uh, I was doing pretty good during the season with our uh, betting as well. So I'm I'm still up on the year. Uh, Miles unfortunately is not. Uh, he he's been under yeah. that ten thousand mark uh, that we initially started with since week. 13 and uh hasn't gotten back over yet hopefully he's open though uh, in playoffs that he'll end up uh, it
1: was really just after week nine i peaked at uh a little over fourteen thousand, which is the highest oh no not the highest peak matt actually did i forgot about his uh killer week 13 yeah i had a good week 13 there Uh um and that was the week where you just tanked and I yeah, skyrocketed. It's, uh, and then we, we flipped, but uh, I've got, uh, we'll get to them a little bit later, but I've got some uh, solid bets for you, uh, four solid bets for you this week, and I'm yeah. going to make some money and we'll, we'll break even. Matt's going to lose yeah. all his, except for one, because we have the same bet. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll, yeah, but like I said, we'll get, we'll get to those a little bit later. And uh, I think we should just hop into some ins and outs for uh, our news and notes, ins and outs. And I was going to just talk briefly about our futures bets there. That, oh, wow. Uh, we had uh, I, I lost my train of thought clearly in the middle of all that. That's fine. Uh, so I had okay? bet uh,
0: 4450 dollars on my futures bets only ended up bringing back in 1977 uh, miles bet 4550 and only ended up bringing back 2240 bucks
1: so yeah my future's bets were better than yours then so at least I've got that right
0: yeah but I guess by 300 bucks for sure I, I've, I've got
1: no 300 that's
0: that's all you need no, me by
1: I beat you by 300 bucks.
0: Less than, less than that, actually. $263 is what you beat me by. Um,
1: anyway, want to do a recap of them?
0: Not really. Uh, we could do that in another episode uh, in the off-season. But I just wanted to bring up how what we're at so far. Uh, so after the season, I was at $12,005 uh, from the 5500 that I had remaining. Approximately, and Miles was at three thousand five hundred fifty-six dollars after the uh, four thousand or five thousand four hundred that he had remaining. And with the futures, brings me up to thirteen thousand nine hundred eighty-two. So starting off with ten thousand, I would have made close to four thousand uh, dollars this season. Miles would not have made money; he would have lost uh, about forty-two hundred, which uh, not, not the best, buddy. I, I gotta say. You did take some riskier picks to try and catch up to me late in the season, and I, I will admit that I know that you wouldn't make those <laughs> in real life. It was more just to try and catch me for the uh, the yeah, competition. But exactly. I'm and still going to hold it over you that I, I beat I, I you. I know you will. Um, by I mean, about $8,000. But, uh,
1: but But if you want to compare bankrolls on our gambling sites here. You yeah, have a higher yeah, head bankroll
0: because you bet more than me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I also, I, I've, it was actually a really good year for me in uh, betting uh, football. Um, ob- obviously, going with uh, with more sure things. Uh, well, not more sure things, but just uh, less less stupid bets um, in real life because you know it's it's my actual money, and maybe I should just should because at the beginning of the season I was doing fine, but it was when I fell behind. I had that bad week, and I just. I needed to catch up after that, and that's yeah. what kind of screwed me. So, oh well, you live and you learn, and uh, it is what it is. So that's uh, that's where we're at anyway. Uh, going, uh, I think, like like Matt said, going into uh, our last week, Matt's up uh, just under four thousand, and I'm down just over four thousand. So there's an eight thousand dollars swing here, um, which can be done. Uh, Absolutely, looking at these bets that we've done. Absolutely. Um... I,
0: I, mean, you could catch up, but I don't think you will. Uh, I think after playoffs are done, it, we'll see uh, me come out the victor. I'll uh, I'll just hold it over you until next season, and uh, brag about it a little bit. That's
1: okay. All. Well, I'll bring something up then. Philip Rivers versus Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that one didn't work out so well for yeah, me, huh? but that's
0: okay. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it's yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All but, right. Uh, I I'd rather take that. Losing that one bet than losing the entire season. Uh, is that is that nope. a thing? Nope. No? Nope. Okay, thing. cool. Cool, cool. All let's right. uh, let's move on to this, some news and notes then. Yeah, what's uh, new
1: in the NFL this week?
0: Well, we had a couple coaches fired on what's called Black Monday. We had Anthony Lynn of the Chargers, Adam Gase of the Jets, and Doug Marone of the Jacksonville Jaguars all fired today. Or not today. On Monday. On Monday. Uh, so they'll be looking for some replacement head coaches, quite a few OCs and DCs that have been interviewing, uh, for those jobs. We've yeah. got chiefs, Eric Bieniemy, who's one of the top coaching candidates. Uh, urban Meyer has been rumored to be going to Jacksonville and, uh, uh don't Max, mind. Don't mind it's, him. it's okay.
1: It's okay, buddy. Robert, uh, Sala. Of yeah. The, right. uh, Niners legendary Niners, uh, defensive coordinator. I, I'm going to miss him.
0: Yeah, if he gets ends up getting a head coaching job, which I think he will. And he'd said earlier in the season he's like, worst-case scenario, I'm back with the Niners next oh, season exactly. and he gets Nick Bosa and all those yeah. that great defensive line for the Niners. Oh, healthy, man, the so. Niners
1: are going to be good next year as long as they don't play at uh, MetLife Stadium, <laughs> which <laughs> Seriously. I, don't, I don't think they do. So or I, I don't think they will. I don't think they do. I don't think they will because they did play uh, Two games there this year, uh, Jets and Giants. Yeah, so, that's right. Um, let, let's stay away. Yeah, from please. That, uh, from that bad turf. Let's get
0: everyone away from They They need to do something with that turf. Hey, it's NFL just been, says it's fine. Yeah. The uh, NFL says a lot of things are fine that aren't
1: that <laughs> NFL fun. says uh, Doug Peterson is fine for what he did. Yeah. Hmm. I'm still mad about that. That, that, was a,
0: that was a brutal.
1: Yeah. Brutal I, I, call. I had Eagles' money line on that one, and I think they would have won. <laughs>
0: you know what's funny I actually hit both bets that I had made that game but I didn't really want to bring it up to you because I know you had Eagles money line and you were just in a bad space but I ended up taking uh Eagles plus six and a half and they were they lost by six and under 43 and a half and it was uh, yeah yeah. so I I was actually rooting for an Eagles touchdown because it would have still kept the under and mine but it is what it is.
1: Oh, it's so crappy that just people are like that and they don't care about your money and your bets or the future of your organization in, yeah. in Jalen Hurts.
0: Seriously, you let the rookie play. Oh, I mean, man. If, if he's going to be your future quarterback, you're going to have to get game reps. Twitter knows of, how and
1: angry I got.
0: On Twitter was pretty angry itself.
1: Yes, I responded to so many tweets about it and I tweeted a bunch And it was, uh, people supported me. It was like, and and Twitter, the internet isn't usually like a good support group, but it was. (laughs) The fantasy community was very supportive for for Miles. It was nice. So thank you to everyone who understood what I was going through. Let's, uh, a couple other news notes here. I mean, uh, we've got uh, out of the, I mean, I'm sure we'll get to it in the uh, uh, Cleveland-Pittsburgh game preview, but... Uh, I, I, we do want to mention that uh, Kevin Stefanski is uh, Out uh, with COVID So Browns are going to be without their uh, Play caller and they missed out On a lot of practice time this week so yep. We'll get a little bit more in depth into that uh, But I figured we're going into our outs questionable And questionable so I might as well add uh stefanski to uh to that absolutely
0: and we've only got one fancy relevant player who's going to be out this week and that's harrison bryant uh and you he's want to call yeah if relevant. you want to call him fancy relevant <laughs> exactly he's more of a dfs dart throw if you ask me but uh, he's playing he's supposed to play this weekend and he's not so he's on the uh, COVID 19 list that's the only player that i've got uh that's out this weekend. Spare fair amount of questionable guys, though. Uh, Jared Goff, coming back from that thumb surgery, he has been throwing this week, and he is expected to play, uh, but he is questionable, as well as Alex Smith for the Washington football team. Uh, he's been sitting out practice, getting some rest, and uh, uh, Taylor Heineke has been uh, getting some uh, reps as well.
1: They need Alex Smith to play this game to have a chance. It's, oh, man. I they're they're not good beyond Smith um, and Smith's not even yeah. that great.
0: Ron Rivera did say he wants to get Heineke involved in the game, regardless if Smith starts. Uh, yeah, it
1: I, I think you'll see it though, like a uh, like what uh, New Orleans does, right? With uh, Taysom, Taysom Hill, Hill. and yeah. Drew Brees. That's that, that's the that's the role that, that that he's going to have is that Taysom Taysom Hill role. Uh, Max agrees, um, so that's why he's voicing his uh, concerns there or agreement. Um, (laughs) maybe his voice needs concerns maybe he disagrees but I I say he agrees yeah so uh
0: some more questionable players Alvin Kamara he is expected to be lifted off the COVID-19 list and that was his only injury designation uh Antonio Gibson still dealing with the turf toe but he did play last week uh I think he'll play again this week uh Stefan Diggs also questionable he's probably going to play uh AJ Brown as well he uh he he's just been dealing with some issues, but he did sit out practice again today. So I saw that earlier, and that was uh, a bit more cause for concern.
1: Yeah, you know how we feel about missing those Friday practices. Uh, yeah, those Friday practices are super important. Absolutely, and we'll we'll see we'll, we'll see how that ends up uh, being for, uh, Max for game Max Yeah, Max knows. Uh,
0: Allen Robinson sat out practice yesterday. He's probably going to be playing. Uh, Mike Evans is pretty questionable for this weekend Uh, he injured him I did see that he was
1: expected to play not sure if he'll be relevant at all
0: yeah I I don't know if I'd be playing him in DFS even if he is active for this game
1: yeah I'm probably Uh, staying away Chris Godwin though all over Chris Godwin for this game
0: that's a good uh, pick and I like Antonio Brown too he's the cheapest of the three on DraftKings and uh, I've actually got a lineup or two with Antonio Brown in there. He had a solid fantasy performance last week after Evans went out. So uh, if Evans is in a limited role, we might see uh, Brown step up into Evans' role this week when they face the Washington football team this week. Uh, Terry McLaurin also questionable this weekend. He is dealing with an ankle issue. He uh, played through it last week when they faced the Eagles, and I expect him to play this week as well in wildcard weekend. Michael Thomas expected to be lifted off IR this weekend, and he should be back for New Orleans when they face the Chicago Bears. Uh, Cole Beasley, also questionable this week. He missed last week's game, but has been logging limited practices all week. And he just dropped a new rap track last night, so this is good for him to play this Sunday or Saturday. Sorry, he's uh, one of the Saturday games. Uh, Darnell Mooney though has missed practice all week he's on the wrong side of questionable uh, not sure if he's going to be able to play this weekend for the Chicago Bears uh, Willie Sneed also questionable for Baltimore but is expected to play and Donovan Peoples-Jones uh, cleared the league uh, concussion protocol but hasn't practiced all week uh, he is trending in the right direction but uh, he's one to keep an eye on if you're planning on playing him in DFS
1: wouldn't recommend it. Yeah.
0: Not not facing <laughs> Pittsburgh. <laughs>
1: the,
0: the third or fourth option for Cleveland facing Pitt, Pittsburgh.
1: Oh. With, with uh, no coach to call the shots. Yeah, and, seriously. You know, not, not a whole lot of practice this week. Mm-hmm. But again, like I said, we'll get to that. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of get to that. <laughs> um, I mean, our next, uh, next segment here is game previews. Um, so, I mean, if you have any final thoughts about uh, news and notes and ins and outs. Speak I'm, now or forever hold your peace for the rest of the episode.
0: Well, I, I did all of them, so I'm I'm gonna not say anything more about it.
1: Yeah, uh, you, you you ran the show there and uh, a lot of time that Matt Matt does. That Matt just loves talking about injuries. I mean well, the only reason I don't talk about them is because I can't when we talk about injuries I just can't my, my voice is a little shaky because I'm just so excited and I'm holding back. <laughs> if the, he talks yeah.
0: too much about it, he'll get like a, a massive boner and yeah. then, then he just won't be able to control himself for the rest of the episode. I'll just Even be,
1: just thinking about talking about it is kind of exciting. Yeah, he's going to get blue
0: balls because we're just talking about it so much. That's you know?
1: yeah, true. It's true. I mean, my balls can't get bluer, but uh, it, they, they, it'll find a way. Yeah,
0: so let's get on to our <laughs> game previews now. Uh, first up, we're going to have Indianapolis going to Buffalo to face the Bills. Buffalo
1: Bi- will be allowing some fans at this game. New yep. York State finally uh, approved, I think they said 6,000, or 6,000 anyway. 6,000, I believe it was. Yeah, so um, hey, Bills Mafia, looking forward to seeing you finally.
0: Yeah, well, they were, they were there last week too for the uh, Miami Dolphins game. And uh, Buffalo is favored in this game by six points. The line has moved from uh, seven points, so... Uh, a lot of betters were uh, betting Indianapolis early on, but now it's at minus six for the Bills, and we're looking at a fifty-one and a half point over under for this game. Uh, what are your thoughts on some of these players and these uh, these lines here?
1: You know, I, I think I think the Bills are going to lead this game from the get go. Mm-hmm. Um, I I see a big game from Jonathan Taylor, yeah, uh, both in the uh, rushing and receiving game, mm-hmm. uh, but I. I, I I, I don't think uh, the Colts are going to be able to keep up. Um, the uh, that, that Josh Allen, Steph- Josh Allen, uh, Stephon Diggs connection is real. Um, yeah. It's still a little bit uh, fresh in my head from our championship <laughs> game in the in our listener league. And um, mad respect to the pair there. Uh, then he threw in Cole Beasley and Gabriel Davis as well. They've yeah. both been playing very. All three of the top receivers and. Buffalo John Brown's back very well too. and now you, yeah exactly exactly
0: Isaiah McKenzie stepped up last week too like he <laughs> I mean these Bills receivers had to. are solid man um, Isaiah McKenzie it, had what two, two touchdowns last week like
1: man who is it, this guy and yeah like you say John Brown's back too so uh, it's, it's, it's it's i think we're I think we're gonna see all five of those receivers get in the game and make oh, some yeah. sort of impact for sure um and we, I, I don't think anyone comes away with uh i don't think any of these receivers will put up a goose egg yeah um i, I could see at least one reception for for all of them probably i'd, I'd say maybe one for uh, mackenzie uh i'm gonna say two for Davis, three for Beasley. Uh, f- I'm actually gonna say five for Beasley Ooh. but uh Dave if, if he plays and then Diggs and brown uh, are gonna lead the way there has Diggs i think I'm thinking twelve or 10-plus targets. Yeah. Oh, or yeah. receptions, sorry. Receptions, too. Yes, 10-plus I, 10 I,
0: 10 re- targets for sure, I think, but uh, not sure about the receptions. Indy, Indy's uh, cornerbacks have been solid this season, but they've worn out I'll, later in the season. I'll tell you, you why, though.
1: Um, Indianapolis, their run game is usually pretty good. Yeah. Um, you've got two running backs in Buffalo um, who don't do a whole lot. They've been struggling on and off this year, uh, both uh, Singletary and uh, Moss. So yeah. I'm not really feeling like the running game is going to get going for no, Buffalo. it's going to
0: be mostly the passing game. Yeah, so and that's uh,
1: why I say he's going to have all those receptions. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I, I'd be playing Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs this week, uh, 100% in DFS. I, I like... especially if you're playing just the Saturday matchups, the players in this game in particular are the ones that I am looking at the most. Uh, Some of the other games, we got LA and Seattle and Tampa Bay against Washington. Uh, Those ones look to be more defensive games than this one, uh, especially with this 51.5 point over-under. And I am going to bet the over on this game. So Buffalo, over the last eight weeks, has averaged just under 38 points per game. That's a lot in the NFL, especially over half a season. Uh, they're they're averaging 37.75 points per game over the last eight games, and those have been against some pretty good defenses along the way. Uh, in fact, they've hit seven of the last eight overs, and the only one that they didn't hit was uh, when they faced Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I think that was in week 14. Uh, But yeah, they've just been dominating opponents, and this offense is buzzing right now. Uh, So if if they score anywhere near what they've been averaging, Indianapolis only has to get two touchdowns in order to hit the over for this, which uh, is very (laughs) possible because uh, Buffalo's defense has been giving up a fair amount of points in that time span as well. Don't have the average on me. I just wanted to look up uh, Buffalo's offense because I was uh, all hot and bothered by them, uh, this line. So I'm, I'm putting 2,000 down on uh, Indianapolis and Buffalo hitting the over in this game. Oh, oh, okay. And uh, I, I'm really confident in them, uh, them hitting it this weekend. Indy, Indy's defense over the back half of the year has been struggling, uh, even against uh, not that great of offenses. So uh, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm, I'm putting 2,000 down on that game.
1: Well, I, I, I'll also add, um, I know a lot, a lot of you do one-and-done leagues uh, in the playoffs where you, you draft a player, and once you once you draft them, you, you can't draft them again for mm-hmm. the next week. Um, and I was really thinking that uh, Stefan Diggs is probably one of the top guys you should grab this week um, for one-and-done leagues anyway. And I'll tell you why. He's got, a, like I think, a good matchup uh, for the reasons I said before about Buffalo not being able to get the running game going. And then they'll be after that. They're gonna end up playing the Ravens uh, once they're Ravens received. or Titans. Yeah, and it's pro- I, I'm, a, I'm 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 going Ravens anyway on my bracket. Yeah, there. So and oh, well, they could be playing the Steelers too. No, Steelers are uh, no. Yeah, because if Steelers win,
0: Buffalo wins, and Baltimore or Tennessee wins, then Baltimore or Tennessee faces Kansas City.
1: Bills are the number two seed. They get the lower seed.
0: No, number
1: one seed gets the lower seed oh, guy. Oh, yeah, duh, duh, Figure so it out. I, it's, it's, yeah, that's funny. I, for, I totally forgot about the Chiefs and their <laughs> and their bye this week. Rip me. Good anyway, good job. Good they're, job. A uh, one well, analyzing right there. Yep. Either way, I don't want to play them against the Ravens or Steelers D. Fair. <laughs> There it you still go. works out. There you go. It's probably even better that they're playing the Steelers. Exactly.
0: <laughs> it's a bit of a worse matchup. Uh, anyway, let's move on to the next game. we got L.A. facing Seattle. Seattle's favored by 3.5 points in this one, and it's a 42.5 point over-under. Uh, both times these teams have faced each other this season. The under has hit, uh, and it, it would be under in both the matchups, uh, given this line as well. Uh, the Rams' defense has been great all season long, and Seattle's defense has really come on uh, towards the end of the season after a horrendous start for them where they were uh, on pace to give up the most receiving yards uh, ever in NFL history in a season.
1: Yeah, well, Rams are are actually the number one in points allowed per game. They've allowed the least amount of points per game. And uh, Seattle, although they started off uh, at the bottom of that, stat they've actually made their way into 15th just because of their strong play at the end of the season so absolutely and their
0: offense has suffered a little bit because of it i i don't i wouldn't say because of it but um their, their offense has taken a step back a little bit uh and i think pete Carroll's wanted to focus a bit more defensively so russ hasn't been cooking quite as much as he was early in the season uh and both games that these guys have played uh, you've had DK Metcalf not have a big game Tyler Lockett uh, actually had the most receiving yards in either one of the games that they these two have already played at 66 and uh I'm not uh, liking the offensive options in this game really for me um maybe some of the run game uh, I would still play Cam Akers uh, he's back 100% healthy this week uh it's Jared Goff, if he's playing, I think this line is going to be a lot tighter, uh, and it, you might see it move over the weekend once see, he's it, officially I, uh, deemed it's active.
1: It's kind of kind of tough. I'm not. Makers, I don't feel like he's quite proven himself just yet, and I'd be a little bit nervous to use him in in DFS this week. I think there are better options out there. OK, for decent prices. And we'll get to some of those when we're going through our DraftKings lineups. Yeah. Uh, but that's the reason there. I mean, b- both Akers and Carson, who you mentioned, led their team in rushing yards. Mm-hmm. Neither of them over 700 yards. No. So we're, I still don't think we're going to see a whole lot. Well, you
0: saw earlier in the season, Malcolm Brown and Daryl Henderson get more of the ball as they were easing Cam Akers. In. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end of the season, Cam Akers, in my mind, took over the lead back role. Uh, And you didn't see as much of Henderson or Brown. Uh, Last week we saw a bit more Brown, but that's because Akers coming back from injury. Uh, This week I expect Akers to be a full go and that L.A. is going to be utilizing him. And in fact, I'm going to put uh, $1,000 on this line for L.A. plus three and a half. So, yeah, let's let's hope for uh, a close game. I think it's going to be a close game and should be a good one, but definitely a defensive battle for this
1: one. So I, I I had to fact check myself on K maker's on his rushing uh, yards. Yeah. He uh he did he did rush Henderson by 1 yard on the season. So, did he actually? <laughs> that's <laughs> so I <hilarious>. was <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Um
0: any more thoughts on this game or should we move on? Uh I
1: I, I mean if we maybe we can give score projections here or predictions here. Um I'm, or or just start um, I mean, you already gave your thoughts with your bets there, and I do actually have a parlay on this that we'll get to. But I'm liking the under in this game. Yeah, so.
0: I'm gonna say 20 to 17 Rams.
1: Yeah, I'm. I think I'm gonna go the other way around and say 24-17 Seattle.
0: Oh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's the under both uh, ways. And uh, did you want to? Might as well just say your bet now. Okay, I'll say my bet now. Them. I
1: do have a parlay on this one here, and I've got uh, Seattle uh, minus three and the under of 42 um not forty-two and a half, 42 and a half like we mentioned I wasn't able to get it at 42 and a half I got it at 42 a little bit late so that's um, why you got to get on it early uh, yeah I I always tell <laughs> that's what I tell you guys get on these things early because yeah. on on Monday or Tuesday when those lines are coming out they Vegas isn't perfect right but no. they adjust quickly yep so they're that's, constantly watching <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so you you're you're always they're always watching they they watch the headlines they they, they watch, I swear, they have secret cameras in these dressing rooms.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, getting on to our next matchup, the Saturday night game. Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Washington football team. Tampa Bay is favored by eight points in this game, and we've got a 44.5 over under. Uh, I, I think that this line is actually a little bit too high in Tampa Bay's favor. Uh, I know that they've come on strong late in the season, but you look at some of their opponents uh, in the back half of the season, uh, past their Week 13 bye, and those defenses weren't that good. Uh, this is probably the best defense they've played since before their bye, uh, and I think that this game is going to be a lot tighter than this eight-point line is suggesting.
1: Yeah, I'm totally with you on that one. I'm loving the, uh, I'm loving the football team here uh, at plus eight. I, I think that's a no-doubt. Bad. yeah I, I uh, still
0: think Tampa Bay wins this game but I think they win it by less than a score
1: that would be plus eight yeah yeah oh wow sweet cool does that make sense that does make a lot of sense crazy
0: so yeah after after their bye week they played uh, Minnesota Atlanta Detroit and Atlanta again and in those games they scored 26 31 47 and 44 points uh, but you look at before their bye week and they've they only had one game uh, where they scored more than 25 points in their pre- previous five games before the bye. so it's I, I don't think that this I think that this uh, this over under is set pretty reasonably. I think that uh, it probably ends up being probably a 24 to 20 game for uh, Tampa Bay, but it's 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 gonna be tight, man. I, I'm not I'm not betting it for that reason, but. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd probably take Washington, and I'd take the under. But it's going to be close for the over-under.
1: Yeah, it's going to be real tight. I, I'm kind of leaning towards the over on that 44-and-a-half. Um, yeah. But, again, it'll be tight. Uh, if, if this game ends at the 44 total or a 45 total, definitely wouldn't surprise me. Absolutely. Um, but uh, I've, I've got a, a bet here, and it's the... Uh, uh, Two actually, yeah, I put three thousand dollars here Ooh. on Washington plus eight. Damn. Yeah, I, I'm feeling locked real and good loaded.
0: About it. That's awesome. Uh, so moving on to our next game and the Sunday matchups. First off, we got Baltimore facing Tennessee. Baltimore is favored by three and a half points in this game, and we've got a fifty-five over under. Um, I think that this game is going to be a shootout, and it's going to be a tight shootout. You have uh, Both these teams who have historically... Historically, Tennessee has uh, gotten the better of Baltimore. So I I was actually kind of surprised that uh, Baltimore is favored in this game. They are on a bit of a hot streak uh, going for the end of the season. And their defense is getting healthier uh, later in the season. They had some injuries uh, earlier on in the season. uh, But they they have been getting a lot of those guys back now. Uh, This three-and-a-half line, though... I think I'd favor Tennessee in this one. I, I'd take Tennessee if I was uh, betting on it. I'm not because I don't, every time I've bet the Ravens recently, they've just let me down, <laughs> including yeah. last week where. I'm, the,
1: I'm actually surprised that, you, that you're. I'm surprised that you're surprised of the line and how Baltimore's favored by three points. I. I well, Tennessee's I, won the last two games they, against Baltimore. They, yeah, they have, but the, the different. I mean, different teams, kind of. Uh, I mean, the, even earlier this season. What? I don't know. I, I I feel like this line is pretty accurate here at minus three. Okay. And a half. Okay. That's just my that's just my opinion on it. Um, we'll see how it goes. I mean, the the Titans have to shut down the run game, and I'll tell you that for free. Yeah. Um, Harbaugh or Harbaugh. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah I guess it is Harbaugh's team. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to say the Ravens, but I ended up saying Harbaugh. Yeah. Uh, against the uh, against Cincinnati. Uh, which was just rec- uh, recently, yeah, last um, week, four hundred four rushing yards. Yeah, that was insane. Yeah, uh, Jacksonville was able to hold them under two hundred, um, but like it's they've been they've been rushing pretty hard. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, th- th- that's my thought on that anyway, and and uh, yeah.
0: I am going to take the over in this game, and I'm going to put uh, fifteen hundred on it. This is going to be a. Uh, a really high scoring game, I think. Uh, I've got the over of 54.5, and I'm putting 1,500 on that one. Uh, Tennessee has been bleeding points these last couple weeks. Their defense has not been great at shutting down any opponent uh, over the back half of the season. And I, Baltimore's offense is buzzing right now. They've won six games in a row, and they're looking to put a stamp on uh tennessee this week after losing to them earlier in the season and i think this is going to be a great game yeah
1: keys to the game here for tennessee if they're going to want to win this um really lies in the hands of derrick henry um they're tennessee's going to be nursing their defense i think right they're going to do whatever they can to keep their defense off the field and that means rushing the ball eating the clock yeah and um, Derek Henry can certainly do that for you. It doesn't matter who he's playing; he's matchup proof. Yeah, you could play him against uh, the top Russian defenses in league, and he's he's gonna rush for yards. Yeah. Uh, his yeah. his yardage prop is 120 yards. Oh yeah, that's I, I again. Uh, that's a solid line. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes over. Um, I mean
0: he he rushed for 2K on the season. So yeah, <laughs> and man. that uh, included. A, 250 uh, rushing yard game last week against Houston. Something around there. Just insane. This guy's a beast. He's first uh, uh, running back to rush for 2,000 yards since Adrian Peterson. That was back in 2015 or 2013?
1: 2012, I think. 2012?
0: Yeah. Okay. And like one of eight to do so. Yeah. I think, right?
1: I, I, think I mentioned in the last episode, in 2012- Adrian Peters in 2012 and I'm pretty sure he's last to run for 2000 but he's uh, a beast of a
0: man yeah. and they're going to need to rely on him this weekend. Well,
1: yeah, yeah, I mean you you're, you're going to have a hard time relying on AJ Brown and well Marlon Humphrey is one of the best corners in the league. Yeah. And he, he's physical. He's a big body corner. Uh, I mean AJ Brown's also a big body receiver. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I I I just I, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't really trust the ball in AJ Brown's hands uh, going up against Humphrey. I think you gotta no. give it to. You have to give it to Henry. You've got to get the ball to your uh, smaller slot receivers just just to move the sticks. Yeah.
0: So Corey Davis could be a good play yeah. then uh, this weekend. I'm gonna say. Uh, moving on to our next game, we've got Chicago facing New Orleans. New Orleans face, favored by nine and a half points, and it's a forty-seven and a half. Point over under. The last time these two teams faced it was a 26 to 23 victory for New Orleans in overtime. In that game, we had two different quarterbacks than we have in this game. We got had Taysom Hill and Nick Foles playing.
1: And Nick Foles had a hell of a game.
0: He did have a good game that week, and then he just went downhill after yeah. that. And uh, so we got Mitch Trubisky and Drew Brees in this game. Uh, I would lean towards the over in this game and Chicago at plus nine and a half. I think this game is going to be a lot tighter than this line is uh, saying. In fact, I'm going to bet uh, Chicago at plus nine and a half, or actually uh, the line's moved to plus 10, so I'm going to take them at plus 10 since we're recording this now, Uh, and I'm going to put $1,000 on them. I think that uh, Chicago's offense is competent enough to keep up with uh, New Orleans, and that this game is going to be a lot tighter than the line is suggesting.
1: Yeah, you've got Montgomery, who's actually been playing pretty well. And although I'm not a huge fan of him because it, it's it's the one big run, and that's been his yardage, but he's still getting that. Yardage. But he's still getting the big so, runs, right? So he yeah he he continues to give you those uh, those runs, and uh, I guess that means he's he's going to continue to get the yeah. ball yeah he's
0: um, he's not a dfs play for me but i think he's going to get some solid yardage uh i do like alan robinson in this game they're going to go to their best players uh again facing new orleans and uh alan robinson is questionable for this weekend but should should play and i think he's going to see a lot of volume uh coming from mr bisky
1: yeah, I think yeah, uh, I I can agree with you on that. Um, although I wouldn't be surprised if Trubisky finds himself on the bench. I think he'll be on a short leash. Really, eh? Yes. Ooh, short leash for this important game. Uh, well, I mean, I. Well, do you I, see I Chicago
0: making it past the second round, even if they beat New Orleans, because they'd be facing Green Bay after that, right?
1: Yeah, I don't see that.
0: I, I would think that Chicago wants to see what they have in Mitch Trubisky because he has won more games
1: than Nick Foles this season
0: and whether they want to move forward yeah, with but him.
1: they're not saying, oh, man, we got Green Bay coming up. We're going to lose that game anyway. No, no, so. no, but
0: absolutely. But you, you might as well see what you have in Mitch Trubisky for this important matchup against New Orleans and throughout the playoffs. If Mitch Trubisky can uh, get them through this game uh, and beyond, I mean, he's... He's going to have a a shot at returning as a starting quarterback next season.
1: I suppose you're right, but um, well, it is what it is. I I, I just said it's a a possibility. I just think he's going to be on a a short leash because it's playoffs. Yeah,
0: but, uh, you know, early in the season, he led a couple uh, nice comebacks there. So even if uh, they get down uh, later in the game, I know he hasn't done it recently, but, hey, hey, Mr. Trubisky could mount a comeback to – hit this line, I think. I'm, I'm hoping at least. So that's going to do it for that game. Let's move on to our final game of the weekend. It's Cleveland Browns facing the Pittsburgh Steelers in a rematch from Week 17. Although this week, Pittsburgh is favored by six points and there's a 47-point over-under. What do you think on this game? Well,
1: I think the that this game is going to be quite close to that um I, I think that six points is is fair uh i'm not uh I'm, I'm not too big on the on the browns this week and it, it's really because they've missed a lot of practice time this week uh with uh with covid this is this now being the is this the second or the third time that i think this is the third time it's affected the the uh, browns um the browns team here yeah
0: well you had the wide receiver group uh, yeah. 2 weeks ago coming uh, not being able to play their game uh because they all had uh, covid protocols so yeah and i think earlier in the season they had yeah, one there's as another
1: well another one earlier in the season and i i don't know what they're doing down there in cleveland but um like they're not going to have uh their head coach mm-hmm. um who else is out uh pro bowl guard um name starts with the b uh, <laughs> name starts with the b uh, yeah petonio Okay, there you go. Yes, sir, I I
0: I thought you weren't even gonna think of it. I did, I did. You know Uh, what? I'll (laughs) I'll have a
1: beer to that. Thank you, thank you. So, I mean, the Browns barely beat the Steelers in Week 17, and they were not. I mean, Big Ben was sitting. Yeah, and that makes this uh, that makes a huge difference. Steelers right there. plus ten last week, that hit. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it did, and it wasn't even close.
0: Oh, exactly. I almost bet the Steelers money line because they they were uh, it was plus three hundred odds for that, and I'm glad that I didn't end up doing it because Cleveland ended up winning. But still, uh, I, was, I was very close to taking the Steelers money line.
1: I I wouldn't have been against that at all until, yeah. obviously, the outcome of the game. but yeah. <laughs> that does, So that I, I
0: am actually going to bet Pittsburgh minus six in this one because Stefanski's out. That's the biggest uh, reason that I'm going to do this. Pittsburgh's run defense has been great all season, and Cleveland's run game has been their bread and butter this season. When they've been forced to throw the ball, uh, they did have success against weaker Defenses, but not against this Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Uh, you saw earlier in the season uh, when they played in, what was it, week five-ish or so? Uh, was that the week that uh, Pittsburgh? No, Pittsburgh was facing Tennessee when they had to uh, quarantine there for a little bit. Uh, week six, it was, that they faced the Cleveland Browns. Uh, yeah and pittsburgh won that game 38 to 7 they they, they absolutely trounced the browns when they had their full healthy roster and they've got their roster full and healthy again this week uh cleveland has been playing a little bit better football since they were earlier in the season but i i'm still saying the uh the pittsburgh Steelers get it done and make a statement here against cleveland
1: yeah and that uh that game back week six was uh Really, start, really started off with that uh, Mika Fitzpatrick pick six. Yeah, that uh, that that just sprung the Steelers D, who at the time was outstanding.
0: Oh, they were <laughs> they were shutting down everybody. Yeah, I mean they went eleven and all right <laughs> to oh, start the season. They,
1: exactly, they were they were great, and then they just they got that they had that one loss. Well, actually, it was a couple of weeks leading up to that where they were struggling against teams they shouldn't have struggled against. Yeah, uh, but they yeah uh, uh, those Steelers. I think I think I think we're gonna see those Steelers again yeah. um, I, I'm, it's, playoffs. it's playoffs
0: and Mike Tomlin's gonna go to his guys and say hey no more freaking around
1: yeah and <laughs> yeah oh, for, for sure um so yeah Big Ben al- uh, although he although the Steelers won Big Ben wasn't really part of that um, mainly because James Conner and the defense really ran that Connor ran for over 100 yards. Ben only threw for 162 yards that game.
0: Yeah, he he didn't need to throw for more because so, the defense was getting down I don't, right? I don't
1: You see, you see a lot of things when it, when it comes to Big Ben, it's uh, people have an issue with his consistency. Um, and I I I I think that when you look at that Week Six matchup, even when you have a you don't have a good Big Ben, Big Ben, you have a bad. You have good Big Ben, you have bad Big Ben. Who is he <laughs> going to be, right? Bad Big Ben, who was 14 for 22 for 160 yards and only one passing TD in week six, that's Bad Big Ben, and they still won by 30 points. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So what's good Big Ben going to do, right?
0: Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, so I'm I, I'm all over the Steelers uh, this weekend. A lot of Sharps, uh, Sharp betters are all over the Steelers at minus six as well. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that this, uh, this game doesn't end up being that close. I, I do like the line of 47 because I, I think that Pittsburgh's defense ends up holding Cleveland to under 20 points. And uh, then Pittsburgh ends up. You can very well see a twenty seven twenty
1: seven twenty game even. Yeah, yeah. You, you could, which
0: would hit the the minus six for me. So yeah. I, I'd be okay with that. I think Pittsburgh ends up probably winning this game twenty seven seventeen though. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm a little bit uh, more high yeah. on uh, the Steelers defense than you by a field goal. By a field goal. Yeah,
1: oh, that's okay. I just uh, on yours, my uh, he uh, who's the Browns kicker. I don't even know who the kicker oh. is. Anyway, uh, Parky is it Parky? Yeah, Parky. Uh, Par- Par- Parky uh, makes the kick uh, in my prediction, and he uh He, he, doub- he, du- it. he double doinks on, on yeah. Your, there on you your go. Prediction.
0: <laughs> There you go. <laughs> so that's gonna do it for our betting preview and game previews. I didn't. I actually
1: forgot to mention a couple of my bets here. I, I uh, did you? yeah. So I had uh, Chicago uh, with Matt plus ten. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. That, that was the only one. That, yeah. uh, no, I didn't give the amount for Ooh. my parlay for Seattle. Yeah. Uh, well, it's one thousand on the uh, Seattle minus okay. three and okay. the under forty two. So it's one thousand dollars on a uh, plus two seventy bet. Um. And then you did. And a prop I have another. Uh, yeah, I have another parlay here. Um. In the. Uh, So I've got Russell Wilson in that game uh, going over one and a half passing touchdowns. Um, I mean, almost sort of contradicts my underpick, but I do think the (laughs) touchdowns are going to come through the air. I mean,
0: you could hit both, but even if one doesn't hit, it's it's more likely that you're going to hit one of the two, right?
1: Exactly. And then I have a lock here for JD McKissick going over 31 and a half receiving (laughs) yards. (laughs) Yeah, I
0: I love that pick. Uh, You'll see later, actually, in my Thrive picks that that is one that's very similar to what I've picked. Uh, But right now, we're going to get into a DraftKings lineup. Uh, We're not going to bother with the uh, DFS dart throws and value picks this week. We've only got six games. Uh, But we are going to do a lineup for you, uh, as we did earlier in the season, before we started to do the uh, dart throws and value picks. And uh, do you want to do a... Cash game, or would you rather do a tournament lineup?
1: Uh, I think we've been doing tournament lineups. Uh, we we mostly did tournament lineups. Uh, let's do cash game. Kay. I know we when we are. I think our last two uh, lineups that we did were cash game lineups. Yeah, and I I, I am a cash game player. Um, that's true, where true. you make money. Um, you know you won't win a million dollars playing cash games, but <laughs> you will not. You're not going to make million dollars playing tournaments anyway because that's impossible. I mean, Pretty one, well. I, 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 one player
0: each week, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it so happens. Seventeen people do, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's just that. That's just DraftKings. <laughs> yeah, that's just DraftKings. So we'll we'll build a cash game lineup here. So um, and just a refresher of what cash games are. That's your your head to heads, your 50 fifty fifties, and that's where you want to go with uh, the chalk because you don't want sure. you don't want to miss out on points. You're you're going with more sure things here. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, rather than tournaments or GPPs, uh, you're looking for uh, a unique lineup, uh, someone who's going to win you the tournament. So mm-hmm. um, going catch games, uh, we're doing all six games Saturday, Sunday. Yep. Um, and I, I, uh, let's let's get right into it, uh, starting with the quarterback position. Um, I would
0: put my vote in for Josh Allen. I think that that's a very sure thing against Indianapolis. Like you had said earlier, their run game has not been that – relevant uh, throughout the season and even when it is it's mostly coming from dump offs from josh allen so uh, i like josh allen as like a, a solid quarterback this week and i think that we can find value uh in some more running backs and wide receivers
1: yeah uh, i'm totally right with you on that uh, josh allen he, he he's a dual threat right he, he could uh, he could throw for i mean he threw for 4500 yards this yeah year. he also rushed for over 400 so He's kind of good. <laughs> he's all touchdowns. right. He's in the MVP conversation. He, I, I think Aaron Rodgers has it locked up, but you never yeah, know. Oh, Aaron Rodgers really has it locked up. I, I hope. I hope some people bet him there when uh, he was when his odds were way down. So uh, that's um, yeah. I, I, I'm comfortable going with Josh Allen here as well. That's who I was thinking anyway. I really do like him, and I like I said earlier, um, he's the guy uh, because of the uh, lack of a run game in Buffalo. Yeah.
0: So let's move on to running backs now. Uh I mean we could spend up for Derrick Henry here I th- but
1: I think we have to.
0: You think so? I I really do. It's going to leave us a little shorthanded handed later. Oh, we'll
1: be okay. There's some value down there. Okay, okay. I, I think you got to pay up for Derrick Henry, especially this being a cash game lineup. Um Derrick Henry's going to control this game for Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh he's going to make or break it for Tennessee.
0: Yeah, but that that's what I'm worried about is the breaking. Oh, thing. he won't
1: break it though. Yeah. I, I, I think we're OK there. Um, so that's I we got to put him in. OK, if, if you say so, there's some value. We can find some value, uh, I think, sp- uh, more specifically in the tight end position. I think that we can like we'll, we'll be. I don't see a whole lot. I don't see tight ends doing a whole lot this week. No, it's it's going to be um, tough on the tight ends. I, I I would be totally okay with just punting the position and just finding someone dirt cheap. Yeah. Okay. Uh, someone like like a Trey Burton, like a uh, like like a Anthony Ferks or even. Mm. Um, so, well, let, let's let's do that then. Let's take let's, since we're talking about it, let's grab a tight end here just to give us a little bit uh, more cash to play with.
0: Okay, so w- who would you rather? You got Trey Burton at twenty eight hundred. I think that that might be the best value play uh for someone who's going to see some targets uh then you got david njoku jake pollister cameron Braid, anthony ferkster i mean I'd, I'd rather play burton over those guys uh even looking at some of the three thousand dollar guys cole Komet. he hasn't been that consistent uh over the last couple of weeks he had a couple good games but Uh, Not super confident in him Uh, Let's go. You want to go with Trey Burton then?
1: Yeah, I like Trey Burton and I I think that's I think that's where where we're gonna It's it's a punt right? I don't I don't think we're gonna see uh, like I said tight ends aren't gonna be scoring points Absolutely, so why pay up for someone who's not gonna score points when you can pay? Almost minimum price for someone who is also not gonna score points. Absolutely (laughs) That's why we're going with Trey Burton
0: good Let's move on to a defense now. Try and get our average remaining player salary up a little bit. Uh, right now we're at five thousand eighty-three remaining per player, um, and I am liking both the Rams and Seahawks as a potential defense.
1: Yeah, you know what? I'm I definitely going with the Seahawks just because they are cheaper. Uh, I, yeah. I was I'm on board with you with both of those. I'm not I'm actually surprised they're both. Uh, that low
0: yeah I I totally agree Uh, obviously Rams have been a great scoring defense this year compared to Seattle Uh, I'd probably lean the Rams over the Seahawks but let's just see Uh, let's let's put the Seahawks in see if we have a little bit of remaining salary left uh, to spend up on the Rams later potentially
1: Yeah, yeah I'm I'm cool with that. They're okay, Seahawks cool. are in. Uh, we've got uh, four positions filled: one quarterback, one running back, a tight end, and our, our defense.
0: Yeah, let's look at uh, another running back here, and I see a couple guys at around the five thousand dollar mark that I am liking. Uh, Cam Akers is there at fifty one hundred. J D. McKissick at forty nine hundred, mm-hmm. and even Kareem Hunt at forty eight hundred isn't too bad. Yeah, um,
1: I I think um, I mean if if we if Cleveland's gonna go down early. Like we're suspecting, then doesn't Hunt's, that, yeah, that kind of pave the way for Hunt to, yeah. uh, to do something? Yeah, um, probably catch some balls in that I one. I mean, he didn't do a whole lot last week against Pittsburgh, but again, it's week 17 in a, in a nothing game, really. Yeah. Um, he, and they were up in that game, and too. And they were up. So uh, in a game where they struggled, like against the Jets, um, we saw Hunt get uh, uh, three receptions on five targets and a touchdown.
0: Yeah, even but against Pittsburgh this season, he's had fantasy finishes of five point one, seven point seven
1: points. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess that's wise, a little yeah. cheaper. But I mean, we'll, we'll we'll keep that in mind. Let's let's keep looking here. Yeah. Uh, scrolling down a little bit, uh, Gus. Gus Edwards, no. Devin Singletary, no. Uh,
0: I I think I would put my money on Cam Akers because he is going to be the future back for LA. I know we've got the Seahawks. D uh, but we could always switch that to the Rams. How D as well. about
1: the Washington football team uh, receiving back here in J.D. McKissick?
0: You know what? He was going to be my second option there. For, I I,
1: for I like teams. I like McKissick here. Um, forty nine hundred. He he is a little bit cheaper than Acres. Um, I, I just this is going to be a higher scoring game than the Rams and Seahawks. Yep, and. Uh, I, I don't think you have to worry about a whole lot of people taking Acres. I think McKissick's gonna have a higher ownership than yeah. than Acres, and that's sort of the reason why you want to go with McKissick here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how many targets McKiss McKissick has had this year? How many? Hundred and ten. Really? Yeah. Wow. Eighty receptions. So that's uh that's something that I want in my in my lineup uh, this week. I think.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, let's look at the receivers now. And I think we have to go with Stephon Diggs. Stefan Diggs, for sure. He's, he's a lock. I, I, I'm there.
1: glad we're on the same page here. And because, uh, sorry, Stefan Diggs is the guy. We need the stack. Stacks are important, especially
0: um, in these yeah, uh, especially cash, games. In
1: cash games. And uh, he's got that questionable tag, but we're not really worried about that. Uh, he's a top price receiver at uh, 7700 but we have the uh, salary room for it because we've paid down at uh, three other positions. Uh, so I think yeah. we're
0: good there. Uh, did you want to look at some other receivers? I, I see Gabriel Davis here at 4,000, which isn't too bad. John Brown's up at 4,700.
1: Um, I'm liking Corey Davis at 4,800. Corey Davis at 4,800? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a great uh, <laughs> I don't great know if value. you saw that. <laughs> I, I was just
0: scrolling up to it. John Brown was at the top of my list because I was looking at more value picks, but... Yeah, uh, I'll put Corey Davis in there at forty eight hundred. Yeah, like, I, I like that. We like Davis, Corey Davis for cool. sure. Uh Then I don't know. We could go with like a Michael Pittman Jr. at thirty five hundred. I know he hasn't been as consistent as of late, but uh, he he might not be a bad pick. Uh, Chase Claypool at fifty two hundred is a pretty good value, I think. Uh, or even Marquise Brown at fifty four hundred. He's had four five straight games with. Uh, Double-digit fantasy points. And uh, I think he's had a touchdown in almost all of those games. I'm going to take a look here. Uh, yeah, it looks like he's had a touchdown in four of the, the five. Actually, five of his past six games he's had a touchdown.
1: Yeah. Him, Marquise Brown has been on a on a tear uh, yeah. recently. Well, finally. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Another another one I'm, I'm looking at even is Chase Claypool. I uh, mean, maybe a bit of recency bias here, but... He, uh, he did show up last game uh, catching uh, five receptions for 100 yards. Mm-hmm. He was targeted 11 times.
0: Yeah, and if we do do Chase Claypool, then we can get Cam Akers in our flex potentially, uh, or T.Y. Hilton mm-hmm. if he would prefer him, or even Mark Andrews if we want to do a double tight end stuff. You, know,
1: you know, T.Y. has fallen off uh, after week 14 there. He, he he was starting to come on uh, week 12, 13, 14 was when they're like, hey, we're feeling really good about TY, and that's when he caught those four touchdowns in three games. Even with the touchdown last week, he still only had 13 points. He had 27 yards on three receptions. Yeah, and, uh, That was against a much easier defense than Jacksonville. The Bills' D is nothing to... Nothing to scoff at, really, no, this year. No, definitely not. So I, I'm not. that's why I'm not feeling too good about uh, TY. So
0: I'm going to say John Brown here, because then we can get an, an even bigger stack with Josh Allen. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, John Brown. Uh, he's only at 4700 and that leaves us a little bit more uh, cash to spend in our flex position. And looking at the flex, if we do that, we can afford guys like Neil Gibson or Ronald Jones uh, in that respect. Uh, what are you thinking about that?
1: Uh I I'm not. I just don't feel sure about John Brown. John Brown. Uh, yeah he he had that touchdown um last week. Um, gonna, when I mean, was, that, was that a late touchdown or an earlier touchdown? It was an little, earlier touchdown. Yeah,
0: because he he
1: sat the second
0: half or mm-hmm. once once they started sitting players. Uh, I believe it was in the third quarter. Part yeah, I the third I just quarter. don't
1: want to go too much Buffalo here. I, I think with this mini stack is probably good enough. I don't want to, if, if, if I was doing a stack, it'd be the quarterback running back and receiver rather than okay. quarterback and two receivers. Um, okay. So well, who, who are you thinking then? I'm just slotting in job Brown here to see what we can get. And like you said, Antonio Gibson, Ronald Jones, I wouldn't mind Ronald Jones. I wouldn't mind Ronald Jones at all. I mean, even facing Washington, he's probably going to be seeing the ball
0: more than Fournette is. Um, They're going to be up in the game, and they're going to be rushing the ball quite a bit. Yeah.
1: Uh, Uh, If we slot in Claypool, then we're looking at T.Y., Cam Akers, James Conner. James Conner had a good game in week six against Cleveland.
0: Yeah, but he's kind of fallen off late in the season. They've been mixing in those other running backs a little bit more.
1: I don't know. He's put up uh, – he's – He's put up uh, double-digit fantasy points in back-to-back games.
0: Okay. Well,
1: if you'd prefer
0: to do that, we can do that then. You want to do Claypool and uh, James Conner then?
1: Uh, what do you think?
0: Well, I told you what I think. I, yeah. I like John Brown and I like uh, Ronald Jones. but.
1: Okay. Well, what if we put Rojo in here? Okay. All right, because I I think we both like Rojo, and then that'll force us to make a decision at this last receiver position. There's a steep drop off after Brown. Um, that's probably the way to go then. Okay, sounds good to me. Yeah. So, uh, quickly run through this lineup. Uh, you, you've convinced me, although I'm not entire. I'm not entirely confident. Uh, with John Brown, but I, I do okay. think he can he can grab a touchdown. So, yeah.
0: and I'm I'm actually gonna slot in the Rams lineup or Rams defense in my lineup. I, I still prefer the Seahawks. That, that's totally fine, yeah. and that could be our uh, differentiating factor. Okay. So, character the, in so this here one.
1: we go. Uh, going through our lineup quickly. Uh, again, we're not telling you to start this lineup, but this is just the guys that we like. Um, there's no collusion here. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hashtag never collude. Um, Quarterback position, we've got uh, Josh Allen at 7,500 um, with uh, Derrick Henry and J.D. McKissick at our running back positions, paying up for Derrick Henry in a game where he will control the game. Uh, our receivers: Stephon Diggs, John Brown, and Corey Davis. Uh, again, paying up for Stephon Diggs, but we gave our reasoning for that earlier. We're both on board with Diggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trey Burton punting at the tight end because I don't think anyone. Well, neither of us think any tight end is going to do exceptionally well.
0: You know, I, Mark Andrews is probably going to have a good week. Logan but Thomas might have a good week, but no, it's yeah, not guaranteed exactly. for either of them.
1: You're not, you're not going to pay up for, for Logan Thomas or Mark Andrews. Why, why do that? Why pay up for a tight end unless his name is Travis, Travis Kelsey? Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, yeah. So and then in our flex we've got Ronald Jones of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 5500, and then either the Seahawks defense or the Rams defense. It's up to you to decide. That's how we differentiate. That's how we say we're not giving you a lineup. So um, That's yeah. that's it's your choice. You have you can afford either of them. Uh, if if you wanna, if you're wondering who else you can afford at that price, you can also afford the uh the um, let's see here, uh hmm. the Bears. Yeah, you can afford the Bears. You can afford... Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's so it. So the Bears, Rams, or Seahawks. Uh, I like Seahawks. Matt likes the Rams. Um, although the Bears against a, the Breeze going the way he's going, you never really know.
0: Yeah. I mean, they still got Alvin Kamara oh, and... they
1: still so questionable, too. So, hey, if Kamara's not playing... If
0: Kamara and Thomas don't play, like, like smash that smash Bears. Smash
1: the Bears, for sure. Um, defenses, actually, just quickly, defenses we're staying away from. Um, that are higher priced here. Um, I, I'm I'm staying away from the I'm staying away from the from the Bills and Steelers. They're both higher priced, mm-hmm. just because I feel like Cleveland and Indianapolis could score points. Yeah. Uh, the reason we like the Rams or Rams and uh, Rams and Seahawks is because neither team is going to score points. Yeah, they're both playing really good defensively, like we had mentioned earlier yeah. in the show. Yeah. So that's, yeah. That's, that's going to do our DraftKings lineup.
0: And I'm going to toss out my Thrive picks real quick here. I've got Jonathan Taylor over 92.5 rushing and receiving yards. He has hit this in four of the last five weeks. And he's really come on late in the season. Uh, the only week that he didn't hit it was against Pittsburgh. Their run defense is solid. However, Buffalo's is not that solid. They're uh, bottom 12 in both the last four weeks and on the season, and uh, their defense has been bleeding. Well, I wouldn't say bleeding points, but they've been giving up a, a good amount of points all season long. And I think Taylor uh, has come on late in the season. He's going to be utilized a lot in this game uh, for Indianapolis. And I think that he hits the over of uh, ninety two and a half in this game. Yeah, I, easy. I'm
1: I'm with you on that one, and that and that's why I say it. we're we're fading the Bills D and the Saints D easily. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Bills D for that reason. His name starts with Jonathan and Enzo Taylor. I mean, he start. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's not completely wrong. It didn't what are you the, trying to say? It didn't come out the way I wanted it to. <laughs> but the reason you're not starting Bills D is because of Jonathan Taylor, the outstanding rookie in Indianapolis. Yeah. That, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: I'm also going to be uh, starting okay. Ryan Tannehill uh, with the over of. passing yards. This game is going to be a shootout, and Tannehill's going to have to throw the ball at uh, some point. The Ravens are going to be all over Derrick Henry. My only
1: concern for that is if Derrick Henry... Does what I think he's gonna do.
0: Yeah, it I mean if Ten if Tennessee gets off to an early lead, yeah. then this is gonna completely blow up in my face. However, I think that this is going to be a very tight and high scoring game. Two
1: thirty four is pretty high, man. Oh on the
0: season he's averaging two thirty eight. That's why so, the line's two thirty four. Exactly. <laughs> he's actually only hit this in two of his last uh five games. Yeah. But uh, those were against teams where, well, one of them was the game against Green Bay, where it was in the snow and they weren't throwing at all. Yeah. Uh, and the other didn't two, stop Aaron Rodgers, but the other two, they were up in those games against Houston and Jacksonville for the majority of the game. Uh, this game is not doesn't have that narrative in my mind uh, against Detroit and Cleveland. He threw for over uh, that amount, so. I, I'm gonna go with the over there. Uh, Tyler Lockett's my next one. I'm saying under t- 63 and a half total receiving yards. His line was actually higher than DK Metcalf's uh, for the props in this one, uh, and I, he's not the number one receiver for Seattle. Uh, last time that they met, he only uh, caught 44 caught, caught enough uh, yardage for 44 yards. What is that? that that's terrible grammar right there? I thought you
1: struggled. Holy crap, Matt! Good job. I didn't say anything because I've been struggling. I yeah. just I don't I don't know. Maybe like Matt would have seen my face, but I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not saying anything. No, uh,
0: he's actually only hit over this line in one of the last five games, uh, and he's been one of those boomer bust players all season long. You've only had I think five matchups. Uh, In fantasy, actually, where he's giving you top 36 wide receiver production. Yet, he finished as the wide receiver 13 on the season. So, those consistency uh, charts for him are way out there. I'm not trusting Tyler Lockett in this game against a stout LA Rams uh, secondary. And I don't think you should either. So, that's why I'm betting the under at 63.5. Cool. Then, my final one, and I had alluded to it earlier JD McKissick over 38 and a half receiving yards in the games when Washington has been down. JD McKissick has been very relevant in the receiving game, and I expect uh, Tampa Bay to be up in this game for the majority of it, and for JD McKissick to be involved in the passing game. Uh, in fact, in f- three of the last five matchups, he has hit the over for this, and all of them have been in games where they've been trailing. And the only two, the two that he hasn't uh, hit, have been in games where they've won, <laughs> and they've been leading. So it's, it's pretty easy to follow J.D. McKissick's narrative uh, for these games, and you about, should bet the How about the, the games over.
1: where Alex Smith plays?
0: Uh, he, he's even better in those games <laughs> when Alex Smith <laughs> so plays. So there you so. go.
1: They're going to lose, and Alex Smith is playing. So I, I think they're. You're, that's that's a lock. I mean, it's the the, the odds are. I'm, like like I said, I took it in a on a, on a prop bet. Um, As part of our bets here, and I'm taking it real life, but the odds are juiced to the over uh, any minute now. I think that you're going to see that go up to probably what is that now 31 and a half. I think you're probably going to see it go to about 34, 34 and a half. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if it's like that tonight, tomorrow morning. So, um, If you want to wait till then, uh, the odds will come down. So, um, it might might be worth waiting. Um, if it goes up to over 40, then I'm probably going to stay away. Yeah, I, I wouldn't that's just a little bit it. too tight. Yeah. Uh, the highest I'd get it at, maybe 36. Uh, 36 is probably... Hmm. <laughs> no. 35 and a half. There you go. If it's 35 and a half, I'm still going over. If it's any more than that, I'm not betting it. Okay. Fair, fair enough.
0: Uh, but that's going to do it for us. I mean, if... Unless you have anything more to say, oh, I will mention that if you do sign up with Thrive Fantasy, use the promo code DGENS50 and get a deposit match of up to $50 on your first deposit uh, when you use our promo code. It helps us and it helps you get more betting money. So hopefully, uh, you users are or you listeners are using that out there and uh, appreciate uh, all the people who have joined Thrive Fantasy using our uh code this season the whole three of you it's been uh, uh really really good
1: hey i paid for <laughs> our, our i don't know our pff subscription yeah there you go there we go <laughs> that's how we get those great stats for you boys <laughs> and girls yeah so uh I, hey i mean it might be a little bit too early to mention this uh we are just a wild card weekend and we still have another three weeks left of football um including uh, well including the Super Bowl beginning of uh, February there uh, but as we get to the offseason uh, if you want, let us know let us know what kind of topics you want to talk you want us to talk about yeah. um, do, I mean we are the the fantasy uh, football D-gens, Uh but if you want us to take uh, a five or ten minutes in a segment to look at uh, basketball uh, upcoming baseball season even the NHL let us know we're down for that yeah um, I mean our hearts are in football but uh, I, I I think we're both quite knowledgeable in in the NHL as well Uh, being here in Canada I guess we we kind of have to be yeah and we Uh,
0: just actually started a fantasy basketball league because we we do want to get into more fantasy sports and uh, learn a little bit more,
1: and because we're degenerates, <laughs> we we enjoy that stuff. I, I am 0-2 so far, and in both, I, I checked it out both matchups. If I did not forget to input my lineup, I would have won both matchups. I think you forgot some against, uh, and I forgot some Monday week, night. Yeah. 100 points, and I'm I'm down by 40 right now, Ooh, and I left 100 points on my bench. On that's Monday. rough.
0: Uh, I, I left some points on my bench Monday night yeah. too but uh, I'm facing one of the weaker well, teams in the league so I'm still what, up
1: what happened was last week after I forgot to do my lineup I just went and did it for the whole week yeah and I was like okay like, I'll check it I'll check it each night when I remember just to see if there are any players I want to pick up yeah and I, I didn't make any moves actually until today so uh, come Monday I forgot the week ended on Sunday so I <laughs> just didn't bother checking it and I only went as far as Sunday so uh, Monday, all my players were on the bench. That I had sucks. zero starts. I mean, there were only like three games Monday, which yeah. wasn't that bad. But uh, 100 points is, you know, yeah, like Yeah, because you had Jokic on the bench. Yeah, yeah, Jokic on my bench. He put up 70. Uh, <sighs> the triple double king so far this year. He's, he's. I actually. So, I I, I mean, we, we have a little bit of time left here still. So, I'll mention in our draft, I was rattled. And everyone was making fun of me for it, but um, so I had the number two pick. Uh, who who went number one? I can't remember who went number one. Giannis. Oh yes, Giannis went number one. So I'm like, sweet. Uh, I am definitely taking uh, Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. I'm I'm dumb and or picked, dyslexic or <laughs> dyslexic, maybe maybe a little bit of both. And I picked Nikola Jokic.
0: Who
1: he, I who actually is fine. Um, yeah, he is actually the number one scoring player. In the league. Right now. Right now. And it's not even close.
0: You know what? I I know we chirped you about that. And uh, honestly, Jokic was the number two ranked player. But I had Doncic ranked above him. And I had Jokic ranked number 3 and i i was the third pick i expected to get jokic and yeah. that was fine with me yeah. but uh, when miles passed on doncic i was like ooh mm-hmm. yeah let's let's let him know and miles was calling for a redraft and he was like no way i meant to pick doncic there, i i can't have jokic on my team and then he's the top scoring player in the league he's the man.
1: top scoring player in the league uh, i'm not <laughs> <laughs> i i am not in last i think i'm 5th Uh, I'm fifth or sixth anyway. It's only an eight-team league just because we don't have a whole lot of basketball friends, apparently. And
0: we tried to start it up with, like, five days before the season. Five days before the season. That's how that
1: went. But, you know, it's working out, and uh, as long as I can remember to do my lineup, I will win the season. I am off to an (laughs) 0-2 start, which is tough um, because those two wins would really come in handy. And if I lose this week, I'd be 0-3, and I really think that that Monday night probably kill my season this is i mean it's a short it's a short season yep right and you need to get those you need to get those points be- absolutely because three three losses that's that's tough
0: yeah i'm uh, i'm one and one on the season so far had a tough matchup last week and uh i've i i got a good team i'm looking to i'm, I'm winning this week so far and i uh i hope that i end up winning on the season
1: Someone actually named their team. I think it was uh, Ryan. Ryan, I yeah, did. Ryan ever Talk. did. Oh, there's an F bomb. There, there, there. <laughs> That's our first F bomb in a couple weeks. In a long weeks. time, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm down by 80, not done by 40. Oof. I'm playing against a uh, big baller brand company. He's got a great team. He does. <laughs> His
0: team has played really well. Yeah, he, he he's someone... one of the guys who has played fancy basketball before, I believe.
1: Yeah. Um. So uh, what what I was uh, trying to say, actually, I'd be the number one scoring team this week so far if I didn't leave players on my bench. But anyway, uh, someone in the league uh, is—I mean, he doesn't listen. I don't think he listens to us. But uh, shout out to Emmett. Um, His his, his team name is uh, Miles. Team is a Jokic, (laughs) (laughs) which is actually quite clever. But my team's not actually garbage. Just so you know, it's not actually a, a Jokic. Um, it's just unfortunate events that led up to it so yeah.
0: but that's going to do us do it for us here at the dgens uh remember to like subscribe rate and review our podcast on whatever platform you listen to us on especially if you're enjoying us i know that we don't have a huge uh followership, but uh the
1: listeners who do listen to us they, they, they love, love us. it they, they really and, do and shout out to them because i i, I think if a word for their support we would have given up on this by now.
0: No, but like guy, guys <laughs> are messaging us, like mostly our buddies, right? But uh, they they're really enjoying us, and they uh, they they like to chirp us too yeah. uh, with it's, some of our picks. It's and
1: nice getting that uh, random message in our group chat there with, yeah, uh, with a couple of buddies saying, "Ha ha ha ha!" So and so said this, and yeah. blah blah blah. So, um, but it, sometimes it's,
0: they're it's, like, "Hey, good good pick on uh, that one pick that you
1: made." I, I think we're making the money.
0: I hope so. I, I'm making money. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: we're, we're making money over here, so uh, you probably should be making money if you listen to us. Uh, yeah, but we, mean,
0: we really appreciate our listeners, and we, we're very responsive uh, on our social medias, at FFDgens on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, so reach out to us if you're enjoying us, and uh, let us know what we could do better and what you're, what you're like already. So uh, thanks to our fans and our, uh, and our listeners
1: couldn't do it without you no for sure
0: (laughs) stay frosty folks suck it easy